0: Blob Talk Radio
1: The Book of Esther Third chapter starting at the first verse After these things the king Azarias Promote Haman the son of Hamadatha The Agagite And advanced him and set his seat above all the princes that were with him. And all the king's servants that were in the king's gate bowed in reverence, Taman, for the king had so commanded concerning him. But Mordecai bowed not, nor did him reverence. Then the king's servants, which were in the king's gate, said unto Mordecai, Why transgressest thou the king's commandments? now it came to pass when they spake daily unto him that he hearkened not unto them that they told Haman to see whether Mordecai's matter would stand for he had told them that he was a Hebrew and when Haman saw that Mordecai bowed not nor did him reverence then was Haman full of wrath he thought scorn to lay hands on Mordecai alone for they had showed him the people of Mordecai Wherefore Haman sought to destroy all the Hebrews that were throughout the whole kingdom of Azariah, even the people of Mordecai. In the first month, that is the month Nisan, in the twelfth year of King Azariah, they cast Pur, that is the lot for Haman, from day to day and from month to month, to the twelfth month, that is the month of Adar. Haman said unto king Azariah, There's a certain people scattered abroad and dispersed among the people in all the provinces of thy kingdom, and their laws are diverse from all people. Neither keep they the king's law, therefore it is not for the king's profit to suffer them. If it please the king, let it be written that they may be destroyed. And I will pay 10,000 talents of silver to the hands of those that have charge of this business to bring it into the king's treasuries. And the king took his ring from his hand and gave it unto Haman, the son of Hamadatha, the Agagite, the Hebrew's enemy. And the king said unto Haman, The silver is given to thee, the people also, to do with them as it seemeth good to thee. Then were the king's scribes called on the thirteenth day of the first month, and there was written, According to all that Haman had commanded unto the king's lieutenants, and to the governors that were over every province, and to the rulers of every people of every province according to the writing thereof. And to every people, after their language, in the name of king of Azarias was it written, letters were sent by post into all the king's provinces to destroy, to kill, and to cause to perish all the Hebrews, both young and old, little children and women, in one day, even upon the thirteenth day of the twelfth month, which is the month of Adar, and to take the spoil of them for a prey. The copy of the writing for a commandment be given in every province was published unto all people, that they should be ready against that day. The post went out, being hastened by the king's commandment, and the decree was given in Shushan, the palace. And the king and Haman sat down to drink, but the city Shushan was perplexed. Peace be unto you, brothers and sisters. Peace be unto you. This is your brother D.L., Elder Youngman, for those that follow online, and the name of tonight's message is Beware the Creepy Cracker Spirit. Beware the Creepy Cracker Spirit. Now before we get started, brothers and sisters, um, I want to clarify this, um, the uh, the name of this message. Um, And I will do that because, you know, a lot of people that... Um, that hear it will probably think that, you know, you know Brother Mike better go get Brother DL because you know he and flipped out and <laughs> I had creepy cracker syndrome. You know, is it a racial term? Is it um a way of disparaging uh, white folks? Um, really, where it comes from, um, well, you know what? the better way to do it is to just play you the clip. And then I'll be right back. After police
2: department, why
0: is there a record shot? Hey, we've had some break-ins in my neighborhood and there's a real suspicious guy. Uh, it's Retreat View Circle. Um, the best address I can give you is 111 Retreat View Circle. This guy looks like he's up to no good or he's on drugs or something. It's raining and he just Walking around, looking about.
2: Okay. And this guy, is he white, black, or Hispanic?
0: He looks black.
2: Did you see what he was wearing?
0: Yeah, a dark hoodie, like a gray hoodie, and he wore jeans or sweatpants and white tennis shoes. He's here now. He was just staring. Oh, he's just walking he was around there. Looking at all the houses. Okay. And now he's just staring
2: at me. Okay. Hey, so did one 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 retrieve you, or one eleven? That's the that's the clubhouse. That's he's the clubhouse. At the Do you clubhouse.
0: know what the he's near the clubhouse right now? Yeah, now he's coming towards me. Okay. He's got his hand in his waistband. Okay. Yeah, and he's a black male Okay. How old would you say he a Button on his shirt, late teens. Both hands. Okay. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Something's wrong with him. Yeah. He's coming to check me out. He's got something in his hands. I don't know what his deal is. Okay, just let me
2: know if he does anything, else. Yeah, we got him on the way. Just let me know if this guy does anything else.
0: Okay. These assholes, they always get away. Yeah. When you come to the courthouse, house, he comes straight in and make a left. Actually, you go past the clubhouse.
2: Okay, it says on the left hand side from the clubhouse?
0: No, you go in straight through the entrance and then you make a left. Uh, yeah. You go straight in, don't turn and make a left. Shit, he's running.
2: He's running? Which way is he running? Uh,
0: <laughs> down towards the other uh, entrance of the neighborhood.
2: Okay, which entrance is that that he's heading towards?
0: The back entrance. Following them? Yeah. Okay, we don't need you to do that. Okay. Alright, sir, what is your name? George. He ran. Alright, George, what's your last name? He's a woman. And George, what's the phone number you're calling from? 407 435 2400.
2: Alright, George. Would you have them on the way? Do you want to meet with
0: the officer when they get out there? Yeah. Alright, where are you going to meet with them at? Um, if they come in through the gate, tell them to go straight past the clubhouse, and uh, straight past the clubhouse, and make a left, and then they go past the mailboxes. This is my truck. Okay. What what address are you parked in front of? Um, I don't know. It's a cut through, so I don't know the address. Okay, do you live in the area? Yeah, yeah. What, what's your apartment number? It's a home. It's
2: 1950. Oh, crap. I don't want to get that allowed.
0: I don't know where this kid is.
2: Okay, do you want to just be with them right near the mailboxes then?
0: Yeah, that's fine.
2: All right, George. I'll let them know to meet you with the out there, okay? Actually, Could
0: you have them, Could you have him call me, and I'll tell him where I'm at. Okay. Yeah, that's no problem. You mean my number. Or you got it.
2: Yeah, I, I got it. 407-435-2400? Yeah, you got it. Okay. No problem. I'll let them know to call you when they're in the area. Thanks.
1: You're welcome. Now, if you're familiar with that clip. Um, what you understand is that that is the George Zimmerman phone call, um, you know, before Trayvon Martin died, um, you know, George Zimmerman, his killer, um, placed a call to the police, you know, because, you know, I guess he felt he was suspicious, um, you know, a black man in the area, uh, walking around, uh, in, you know, he decided that, you know, he, to take it upon himself because he was neighborhood watch to, um, you know, find him suspicious. Uh, as we know, the fact that uh, George took it upon himself to uh, to chase after this young man uh, got him into a physical altercation, where apparently, you know, the young man, you know, overpowered George went to beating on that behind because as he described it as as Trayvon Martin described it there's this creepy cracker following me so as it went uh, George decided to go against what the police said okay now this is the police this is the law right so George decides to go beyond the law he decides to Um, That he's going to handle this matter himself. He finds himself in a physical altercation with this young man. And the young man apparently uh, went to beating on that behind with George. So George being in Florida. Being under the stand your ground laws as it was described um, in the Romans 128 check-in. Under this um, law that gives him the power of posse Comitatus decides to pull out his gun, and shoot Trayvon Martin, now just like the example, of the gentleman, that decided to approach, um, this man's wife in Florida, just like what you're seeing, with all of these people, um, that feel empowered, to police people, these white folks, that, uh, for some strange reason, feel this empowerment uh, to stand in doorways, uh, to police people's barbecues, um, to police people's licensing to sell water, uh, where they are the posse. They are, uh, you know, they're basically the law enforcement. You know, this is this is my building. This is. You know, this is mine and it's not yours. It doesn't matter if you pay rent here. It doesn't matter if it's a public park. None of this stuff matters. And see, as it was described by uh, Trayvon Martin, he described George Zimmerman. And you know, if you you are you're sensitive to spiritual things, when you look at somebody, they give you a certain look back. And whether he knew it or not, he wasn't just looking at some flesh. He was not just looking at a white past uh, gentleman that was looking at him. No, there was a, a spirit at work. And you heard that spirit in the phone call. You heard him. These a-holes always get away with stuff. Okay. Uh, he's a black male. He's got something in his hands, which we know... Uh, you know, was a bag of Skittles. He's got his hands in his waistband. Okay? So, what you heard is what this young man saw before he died. So, he picked up his phone and he called his um, his friend and, and said, Hey, there's a creepy cracker following me. So, brothers and sisters, really what I want to point out here is that this spirit that was on George Zimmerman, That Trayvon Martin described as a creepy cracker. Um, You got to understand that this spirit is now rampant uh, in our world. Throughout Mystery Babylon, especially here. But it is a worldwide spirit. It's the spirit that's been released uh, by the election of President number 45. Now we know that this spirit's always been there. But it's been emboldened. Um, it's been uh, released and approved. and that's essentially why you know you've got these people wilding out in the streets, uh, you know standing their ground, uh, proclaiming their rights and you know calling the police like you know the police are on you know speed dilerters they call them like information. you know it's like 311911 and brothers and sisters this is not just racial prejudice it's deeper than that we understand that um, you know these are the children of the angels Uh, we would be in the midst I mean all wrapped up in the midst of the Gentiles and brothers and sisters we know that the judgment is, is upon them so what you see changing what you see being more agitated, what you see expressing itself more uh, with this protectionism, this deputy dog syndrome, where you know, you know, they're the police. They're you know, I'm I'm here and I'm going to protect um, my property. I'm going to protect everyone else's property against you. That is what Trayvon Martin saw in George Zimmerman. And that is the spirit of creepy crackerism. This thing where, you know, and brothers and sisters, you've probably seen this. It's probably not acted itself out to the extreme of somebody confronting you or calling the police. But when you go to get your groceries, and see, I, I, I spoke on this a long time ago when we first uh moved out of the city and i noticed how people would watch me uh you know when i when i put food in my cart okay and bring the cart up front people just sit and they look to see what i'm buying people behind me would sit and and hope that you know it it would look like they were hoping that my card wouldn't work or they were looking at my card to see if it was some sort of um you know government assistance sort of a thing and you know Brother DL's crazy, so I would go in there with cash.
0: Because, <laughs> I
1: mean, you know, I buy in, in bulk. So I buy a lot of things. Like when they put chickens on sale, uh, you know, if it gets down to like 60 uh, you know, 40 to 60 cents a pound for a chicken, I'll load my cart up because I ain't no good, y'all. And I'll put them all up there. And then, you know, folks will sit there and look because basically, they dirt poor so they will sit and they would watch and you know you know a hundred dollars worth of 60 cent chickens that's a lot of chickens so man (laughs) i ain't no good y'all i pull out hundreds i i wouldn't inch i mean they ask you when you cash your check um you know what what kind of bills you want i always get hundreds uh and then i go do my shopping and brothers and sisters, people's faces, you know, that, that, that hesitancy, that sixth sense we have to feel that spiritual heat coming off of people. That was the creepy cracker spirit even then. Now, they didn't say anything because, you know, it's, you know they didn't have anything to say. But I make light of it. But brothers and sisters, you got to realize um, what we saw happen with Trayvon Martin. It is not um, so different than what you see happening with Abantham John, uh, what you see happening with this young man in Missouri, what you saw happen with that child, uh, with a woman that, I mean, a horrible, just wretched-looking woman, just hoping that somebody would try to grab her flat, non-existent behind uh you know calling the police on that child and then trying to to hem them up after the fact even that lady that you know that that found out that she had just harassed a resident of that building after she found out that he was a resident do you know that she still went and called the police and had the police up at that man's house see brothers and sisters what we're experiencing we got to understand that it's all linked and it all goes back to what we saw happen with Trayvon Martin. This, um, you know, this, this maliciousness where, and just this entitlement where uh, people that, you know, you, you're walking around and moving around out here in the society with feel that they need to watch you, they need to keep their eye on you. And it's crazy because generally when you're speaking about a store or something, uh, most of the theft happens amongst folks that look like them. But just like you saw with the flooding, uh, with the hurricane that just came through, I saw pictures that were circulating. um, And the difference is, is amazing because you've got white folks that are going through the stores uh, taking things that they need to survive. And for some strange reason, you know, that's not portrayed in the media as looting. That's, you know, that's uh, getting emergency supplies when it's white folks in a white area. But if you flip that around and you, you, you think Hurricane Katrina, people that uh, can't get water and, and go into a store to get water, they're looting. They should be shot. They should be executed their looters. So brothers and sisters, you know, I used that terminology to kind of give some attention or some highlight to what you're seeing, the seriousness of what you're seeing. Because what you have to understand is that this spirit of creepy crackerism, that's one of the things that we were commanded to come out from. Uh, you got to understand that these folks, uh, they don't even understand the depth of what they're doing. It just comes to them naturally. its It comes from the angelic seed that's in them that hates the indigenous seed. But see, you won't even be able to get them to admit that or even to think about that. And just like what was expressed here um, in the scriptures... Haman now if you're familiar with this with the with the book of Esther you understand that Haman was sick with hatred for the Hebrew people um, the spirit that was inside of him was a murderous spirit it was it was a spirit that got itself incensed the first thing to understand about Haman is that he was he felt he was favored by the king. Okay? So if you want, a, uh, you want a situation to understand about this creepy crackerism, you'll understand that the rise of it is affected by 45's um, ideology towards nationalism, towards um, this um, leniency towards people, that are you know actively racist and brothers and sisters you got to understand this is a madness amongst these white folks right now so that you know white folks that might be in your circle will go into immediate denial they'll tell you they will try to mind screw you and, and tell you that it's not what you see that it is okay that's a part of this creepy crackerism. It, it's, it's in waves. It's, you know, it has um, depth. Some of those folks that are under this spirit are just the deniers. They're not the ones uh, that would call the police on you. They're not the ones um, that might engage you. But what they will do is go into immediate denial and try to tell you that, you know, you aren't seeing what you're seeing. It's not, you know, you're you're just, you know, you're just under the influence of the media. But brothers and sisters, what what you heard on that phone call and what you heard, that was Trayvon Martin's reaction to what he saw simmering in George Zimmerman when he took off and he ran because there was this creepy cracker following him around. What we understand is that uh, George Zimmerman was following him with a gun. So to understand uh, the the parallels between what you heard and what you're seeing right now, just imagine that that gun is a telephone. And now you begin to understand that what's rampant, out there in the community right now is this spirit that uh, basically wants to hem you up somehow it's about your peace brothers and sisters that's what that message Shalom was about that's the value of um, having that peace it's a light, it's an energy it's it's a frequency and trust me (laughs) folks that don't have it can feel it and brothers and sisters you got to understand that's what Haman when when Mordecai would not pay him reverence and his shalom his peace was in uh, walking circumspect in front of his creator not walking in front of Haman and bowing down and, and, and doing all the things that would have pleased him understand brothers and sisters These folks are watching you in the same spirit um, that was in Haman, the same spirit that was in even Joseph's brothers, uh, the same spirit that was in the Sanhedrin when they followed our Messiah around uh, Jerusalem trying to kill him. That is basically the same spirit as what was in George Zimmerman. Things don't change. You know, just the, the flesh changes. The clothes. Uh, the hairstyles. But there's nothing new under the sun, brothers and sisters. Um, I don't know. I might be on this for a little while. Because, you know, there's just so many dimensions to how this spirit is expressed. But if you read, um, you know, Esther in the third chapter... And then you begin to look at um, all of these things out there in the news cycle. As far as uh, these white folks approaching uh, young black men, uh, just young blacks in general. Right now, you understand the dynamic of what we have going on um, in the seat of Mystery Babylon right now. The king, the president, um, he has okay this behavior and we are behind enemy lines. You know, I got a brother on here, you know, and you can see with this election coming up and how all of the people are mobilizing to try to take back the Congress, to try to take power away from these creepy crackers. You can see how um you know you can see how the voter suppression Is already in full swing. You know, I've already gotten several um, reports of buses that you know have gone to to nursing homes where predominantly Black people were um, to go out and take them to the polls. The the establishment, the government, you know, are they're coming up with all types of of reasons not to do, not for them them not to go and vote. So, brothers and sisters, it's going to be. Um, it's going to be crazy at these polls because they want their king to stay in power. They want this man that is giving them the freedom to to be who they are, the freedom to uh, to express themselves and feel good about themselves. You know, forget about all the things that have happened in this country. Forget about all the lands that have been stolen. Forget about all the rape. You're the victims the ones that are victimized is what he's telling them just like he said it's a dangerous time to be a young man in america when it had something to do with his supreme court pick but you can go through the news cycle and go through all of these issues where uh you know one that sticks out is the white woman that uh pulled up her skirt and screwed two black men And then cried rape. It wasn't a dangerous time then. But see it's a dangerous time now. When. um, Someone that looks like him. um, Is brought up on charges. For something that he probably did. So brothers and sisters. You know. That's my time. Uh, And I just wanted to. Come to you. And and explain. You know what you're seeing. And it, it gives some. Um, understanding that this spirit um, that's among the nations right now, it's not a new spirit. It's not, it's been with us for a while. And understand that when you hear uh, George Zimmer, that you know what it's capable of. So brothers and sisters, Brother D.L. is out. As always, if I ask the Father to keep your mind keep your shalom, brothers and sisters. Um, We'll talk again. Brother D.L. is out. Shalom.